<laughs> What's going on, guys? And welcome to the Benches Cleared podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I'm Jesse Gutierrez. I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Cohen. I represent the side of the Los Angeles Dodgers. <sighs> 41 days without baseball. It's 26 days since opening day. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling as far as uh, my hope level. I feel like it's like up and down every single day. Um, you know, it was really high. And then I talked to, to Tyler last episode, then it gets really low. Um, and then it gets up a little bit higher when you hear that there's a new proposal coming out. Um, trade MLB trade rumors talks about how they're adding Texas into the mix for the newest proposal. I'm not sure what that does to, to the divisions, if this is possible, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess more places makes it more realistic to happen. <clears throat> I disagree. I feel like it's the exact opposite. Fuck because you, Tyler. Why do you have well, to do this? Well, think about it. Think about it. If you're I am about, thinking about it. Okay, well, think about this. <laughs> if you're talking about everyone this, having to be quarantined, okay. Well, doesn't it make sense to quarantine people in less locations? I mean, not, aren't if, you... not if they're separate people. I mean, why would you like if you had 20 people, you wouldn't quarantine them together. You would quarantine <clears throat> well, 10 in one here, place. But here's the thing. Place. If they're adding Texas into the mix, okay. they ha- there has to be travel going on. Because in Florida and uh, California... I figured... I mean, In, in Florida I would, and Arizona, you have the spring training facilities. You only have two stadiums in, in Texas. Texas. So what are you going to do? Put you know eight teams there and play two teams at you know, globe life and freaking minute made twice a day. I mean, it just doesn't, I don't know. Maybe we could, uh, maybe you're right, but they're trying shit. And that makes me more hopeful. So that's all you can down. hope for. Yeah, is I guess. More, I more suggestions mean, means it's more realistic in my opinion. But I mean, why would anyone want to go to Texas anyways? I mean, their Mexican food is terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty safe wrong. to say that here, I think. Yeah, all it is is, just ground just, beef smothered in cheese. Yeah, I went. Peso. I I Oops. went to when I was in Texas one time. I I got uh, a burrito, and I was thinking I'm getting myself a nice carne asada burrito. It's gonna be a great time, and it was like three flautas. Like, oh yeah, they're little burritos. Like, bitch, that's not a fucking burrito. What the what's going on here? Yeah, well, everything in Texas sucks. So. Yeah. I mean, well, not the people. I, I have I have friends in Texas. I always enjoyed going to Texas to hang out with people. One of my best friends lives in Texas, and I still think it's shit. And fuck him too. Yeah. <laughs> well, Manfred still expects uh, baseball in 2020. So, all of a sudden, I'm I'm a Manfred fan. Um, well, let me let me our fearless let me leader pop that balloon for you real quick. There is no. So we were discussing earlier how he's saying. He still thinks spectators are a possibility. Oh, that's right. There is yeah. no fucking way nah. any fan will be oh. attending a baseball game, a major league baseball game, in 2020. Absolutely not. Yeah, I was hoping. I think by like October that like maybe like the World Series or like some postseason games. But then again, even if that did happen, let's just say in some crazy world that that did happen. Um, those postseason tickets are going to be so ungodly. People like you and me aren't going to go anyways. Yeah, no. I'm not. <clears> I'm <throat> not going to. I'm not going to pull out a second mortgage on my house to to go to a postseason game. Yeah, and I also, as a you know, I miss baseball. I would love to go see a baseball game. 
and I'm willing to watch a watered down version of it on television. Yeah, you know, I'm willing definitely. to watch them play at Camelback Ranch with no fans and it'd be a real game. That's fine. But I'm not willing to pay money and then have to social distance and be six feet away from someone in a seat and possibly get my you know temperature taken before I enter the stadium. Like I'm not. Why did I'm you, not going to do, do that do, shit. Why did you do this? Like, is this like temperature up the ass? Is that what this is? I, That's for, that for might, just audio I, only. It's his <clears> finger going up into the air, simulating a finger up the ass. That's what that looks yeah, like to me. I don't know what kind of thermometers you're going to use. I don't know. So you think that they're like, hey, we got to be a little bit more cautious about how we use, how how we're exchanging fluids. Let's not do the mouth. Got to do the ass. There's a chance you're going to sneeze when we put it in your mouth. But we'll take the chance (laughs) of you taking shit when we put it in your ass. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to do it. That's crazy. Uh, One thing I also did want to, I did want to mention and... um, kind of touch base on because last podcast i was saying how there's no way we're gonna see joey bart and i was bummed and i also i was listening to uh KMBR the other day um barrier sports and they were talking about i didn't even think the minor league season's gonna be canceled if 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 major league is barely gonna be a flow if if it if it gets on this year it's gonna be kind of like they're gonna do everything they can to do it so it's gonna be like Hanging on a thread, I think is the word I'm looking for. Um, there's no way, there's not enough money in minor league baseball for them to have a season. So in that case, are you just going to have Joey Bart sit at home for six months? Or are you just going to be like, there's? they don't really have a backup catcher right now. Like, fuck it, might as well give him all the backup, you know, backup yeah. days. <clears throat> but that's what, you know, people have thrown it around, maybe extending the roster from 26 oh, yeah to 28 like a september roster kind of deal <clears throat> who knows but i don't know that's a great question like what do you do do you keep them at home because they definitely don't want to give them service time so it's I way feel... it's way better to go sign russell martin for two million dollars for one season have yeah but the they're big on pitcher. development it, it's a difference being like hey let's try to keep their service time you know as as little as possible and let them develop every single day in triple a you don't want to set them back a whole year either. Yeah, that's true. Especially with so, someone like as highly touted as Joey Bart. That makes sense. Yeah. And they have a bunch of <clears> outfielders, <throat> so maybe not Heliot Ramos, you know, n- maybe not someone like that. But I-, I think Joey Bart, where they have an opening for the backup catcher spot, and it's like, what's the worst that can happen, you know? Yeah. And it's not like the Giants are like Tampa Bay, you know? Like they're they have the money. Okay, just give him his money earlier. Like, it is what it is. Six, six years from now, anyway. So yeah, uh, they might try to extend him. I, the, the new hot thing is extending, but yeah. But I mean, so. that's still years and years away. And if you extend him in four years, you're gonna get some kind of break, as if you know yeah. you waited well, until like like the bum like the Bumgarner uh, contract. But it could be the same thing with like the White Sox are doing right now. They're signing all their top, you know, minor league prospects to six seven year deals. To like 20 million total Dude, they're gonna be scary in a few years they are and that's the sure. thing i feel like like there are at least four they did four of those contracts i guarantee you one of them is going to be a complete flop he's not going to do anything in the major leagues and it's going to be you know a waste of money but those other three or those other two do they're going to be such steals that it's not a big deal if they miss the other one or two. 
Yeah, just like the Dodgers were going to do with all the Cuban players they signed. And not one of them did anything (laughs) except Yasuo Puig for two or three years. But everyone knew that was going to be something. But they just went on that Cuban signing spree. And then when uh, Andrew Friedman took over, he got rid of all those nerds. So that was a big waste of money. <laughs> you're being you're being ridiculous. You're being real disrespectful right now. Well, and you know we got Josh Fields out of it, so that was totally worth it. So yeah, totally. Yeah. You're done. You're done for uh, for Josh Fields. That was such a good trade. Yeah. For us. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, while we're talking about minor leagues, let's hop into <clears throat> um, the MLIB is meeting with MLB to uh, potentially accept their offer of limiting the teams down to 120 from 160. Um, we're going to be losing. It, it's it's not reported that they're going to accept the entire thing, but they're expected to uh, reach an agreement tomorrow. So hopefully they at least keep our uh, our Jethawks, because um, that's the only way I'm I able hope to so. see. That's, that's, I mean, it's there's been really cool times there. You know, it's it's a newer stadium. I remember it opened up when I was like 10, I think. It's like a 20 nice years stadium. for a stadium. Yeah, it's nice. It's just, it's a, uh, home runs there are not, they're like cheap the wind's blowing out and it's it's just home run city there but you get to see top prospects there san jose goes there a couple times a year um you know quakes go there a couple times a year and you know there's just really good like i took my godson um to i was going to take him to the um jethawks games with the san jose giants and I, it was just going to be a regular game and we end it ended up being um Matt Kane doing a rehab game there. So we went and we were able to freaking sit and got, you know, a ball signed by him and, you know, got to see him up close and personal. It was really cool. And, you know, like you're going to miss that. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice stadium and just minor league baseball games in general. They're super cheap. They're super fun because no matter where you're sitting, you paid 10 bucks and you're super close to the field. Jethawks. Is thirteen dollars seats and twelve dollars seats. That's all there is. Thirteen dollars seats is right behind home plate. Oh my god! It's ridiculous. I haven't been there in quite a while, but they have like you know but the they, grass areas where you can play catch while the game's going on. Exactly. Like, it's if it's so family friendly on a budget too, because you know if oh, you yeah. have a family of four kids, you can't just shuffle everyone to Dodger Stadium every day. Yeah. You know, especially in my hometown rich. of Lancaster, there's nothing to do out here. You know. Yeah. So it's it's really cool, and they also have cool things like Will Clark came out here for a signing. I freaking I got brought my 1989 hat, had him, uh, you know, like the retro line mm-hmm. and that New Era came out with. I was able to get that signed. Like that's gonna all go away. And I thought the whole idea of you know trying to grow baseball, you know, was just to reach out to. I just doesn't make sense. It seems like it's gonna be a short term gain for long term <laughs> loss. You're gonna lose a lot of people because a lot of these. Um, you know, a lot of these towns don't have major league teams close to them. I mean, not necessarily me, because, I mean, Dodger Stadium is just an hour and a half away from me. But, yeah. like, a lot of these rural towns, it's <clears> like, <throat> why are they going to get into the baseball then? Yeah. If they, can't, if they can't go see top prospects and they can't, like, you know, at least go there. And the elderly community, too. Like, there's a huge elderly following that go to every single Jethawks game. Yeah. That's all going to be gone. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is it's really going to stiffen – the competition in the minor league system. Thinking about it, you're getting 40 rosters full of people that aren't going to be in the minor leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, think of someone who... There's no more long shots. 
yeah. I mean, think of someone who they're going to lose that opportunity where if they would have had it, you know, maybe they become a Hall of Famer. Who knows? Yeah. But now, I mean, that's – Tyler <clears throat> Rogers might not be up. He was in the minor leagues for seven years. Yeah. They might be – They two years ago, they might have been like, ah, you're too weird. Let's cut you. And now yeah. he's probably the best bullpen guard the Giants have right now. Yeah. You know, because Morant is out for pretty much <clears throat> the year. So, like, I, just, I, mean, I get the argument of, oh, we'll be able to pay the minor league players better. But fucking suck it up, dude. Like, take well, that, but- take that dive and freaking pay them. Yeah, I mean like they spend a bunch of dumb money on other shit, anyways. Well, think of think about like you know the Yankees that are valued around four billion dollars, right? Mm. To tell you can't tell me they can't double the salary of every minor league player yeah. and not be okay. Like fuck I'm, you. Yeah, and I and you know the first thought is always Tampa Bay and you know Oakland, but then you know I if they, if they really can't do it, I get it. Then maybe you know. MLB and the commissioner gives them a little bit. I don't yeah. know. Just take care of the minor league. Like it just, I think it's bad for the sport. Um, I think it's, it's just going to be bad for the sport. I, I, there's nothing else really I can, I can say about that. Yeah. If they take away these teams, I feel like there's almost no positive besides saving money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get the whole idea too of, you know, they, they have like guys that are like filler guys who aren't making you know, who are career minor leaguers who still maybe believe that they can make it and, you know, they're prolonging their, the inevitable, but that's their decision. You yeah, know, they're, right. they're not, they're not forcing people to do it. If people want to give it a shot, then <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. And it, uh, yeah. It, have they said if they're going to be, is it just going to be single A and double A and like rookie ball or are we talking triple A teams? I think they're take. here's the thing. From minor leagues, they always like change affiliates. Right. Not always, but a lot. They change affiliates. Yeah. So what I would imagine is if they took away, um, you know, the Jethawks, another team, like let's say they eliminate um, low A, right? The teams that they were going to keep that are still in low A, they're probably just going to integrate for the teams, you know, they lost for yeah. A advanced, <clears throat> double A, something like that. Right. Because I was going to say, you can't remove an A team, a double A team, a triple A team, because you're going to have to take it from some team and then a team is going to be left without it. So yeah, because I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like all, yeah, it's not like all. Well, rookie ball, I think is important just because how young they are. I think that the, the fluff from what I understand is, is, uh, is, is low A because low A is like players that are, I don't know, on their way to <clears throat> high advance or filler guys. Yeah. That's been my know. understanding. I think the Dodgers is the Ogdenville Raptors is their low A. I'm not even. I honestly I don't even know. <laughs> I check the I check the box score every single day, so um, I know them all. So well, good for you. I, I, I don't well. mean to be. I don't mean to be that guy, but I mean they have Augusta Green Jackets. Yeah, well, San for Jose everyone Giants, that's listening Richmond on, Squirrels, on uh, audio only, I'm. Rolling my eyes so far in the back of my head with this uh, elitist piece of crap right now. I just, I'm not. No, I know that I have a problem. Okay, I realize it. I've I've been so close to buying the MLI, MLIB like video feed for like it's like it's like 15 bucks a month. Oh, I think about God. it all the time, and I'm like this close to doing it, but then I'm like, dude, it's probably gonna be really shitty camera views, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, they mad. have some 18 year old high school 
AV student <clears throat> just like manning the controls. It's gonna look terrible. And that's our uh, that's our way in. So enough of minor league stuff. All right, we're we're over it. We're gonna get into the main attraction, which is the uh, ultimate playoff roster. You guys have been voting for it all week. We we're gonna get the outfield together. Ultimate playoff team. Hey, what's going on? This is Tyler Beatty with the San Francisco Giants, and you're here listening to Benches Cleared Podcast with Jesse Gutierrez and Tyler Coe. Go Giants, beat LA. Let me just go over the rules real quick. So making the ultimate playoff team for both Giants and Dodgers, it has to be in the California era. Um, we're going to vote on every single position. We're going to talk about the ones we disagree with. Um, few guidelines. Longevity is not in the question. Um, they do have to play on the team for at least a year, but only has to be a year. Okay. And you can pick any year to, to justify your statements. Um, you can use any player that's, you know, played on the team. You just can't use any years that they weren't on the team. For example, if that's not confusing, cause I probably did that really shitty. Um, G- giants, we can use technically use Randy Johnson, but we can't use any of his Arizona years to justify why we're picking him. Just the, year he spent with the Giants. And we're going to start it up with left field. So for the Dodgers poll, we asked who would be your ultimate team left fielder. And it was between Gary Sheffield, Manny Ramirez, Wally Moon, and Dusty Baker. Gary Sheffield took about 50% of the votes. Manny Ramirez came in at around 37. Wally Moon at 7% and Dusty Baker at 6%. Um, I'm going to have to agree with the poll here. I would take Gary Sheffield out of this poll. Out of these four players, if I was going to start a team, I would be taking Gary Sheffield at left field. Manny Ramirez, I mean, <clears throat> you know, you want to because the offense kind of speaks for itself, but I think there's such a, a drop-off between from his offense to his defense where I feel like Gary Sheffield is a much more well-rounded player with all the offensive upside as Manny Ramirez. Mm-hmm. So for me, this one's an easy one. I'm taking Gary Sheffield. I when when you, you know, when, when we were talking about this and I heard Dusty Baker, I didn't realize how good he was. He was very good. Yeah. He was very good for the Dodgers. Right. And I and even looked, is... I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put him on the Giants one too. Might as well. Like, cause I mean Left field, we we know who's going to win the Giants side, but um, right. you know, I just thought I'd maybe throw it out there, but it he wasn't very good for the one season he played with us. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, going back to <clears throat> kind of researching all these players mm-hmm. that I didn't watch because they're before my time, I was just as surprised as you are seeing a lot of these guys, all their stats. I mean, it was pretty yeah. crazy. Dusty Baker is definitely one of those ones where I didn't expect him to have such great stats, but he did. But Either way, I'm going Gary Sheffield. Fun yeah, answer. <laughs> that's that's pretty pretty safe. Um, and now we switch over to the better left fielders. Um, we asked you guys so many bombs. Ultimate playoff team. Who is in left field for the Giants? Um, we got Barry Bonds, who cheater. overwhelmingly won um, by 90. Oh, hold on. <laughs> did you just say cheater to Barry Bonds right now? Mm-hmm. You said sure cheater. Sure you did. said the word cheater. Sure did. After just saying. You heard that right. you pick Gary Sheffield for yours. Hey, between Gary, Gary Sheffield, Sheffield never and took Manny PEDs. Ramirez, neither of them took PEDs, bro. Where's the proof? No. Show me the proof. There's no proof for Bonds either. I mean, you can see by his head he took steroids, say, but yeah, come on, his seven and a half Let's hat turned into a nine. Yeah. It's a, I'm not. I'm not blind. I know he took steroids. Hey, 
but do us in hit Knox. Do us in Knox. Oh, you think you can now. do this when you do steroids? <laughs> That's what Bonds did too. Yeah, but he did it in like a slower way. <laughs> Gary, he did it like Gary was, he did it like a guy who had an earring across the earring. Gary was way chiller, but keep going. I, I want to interrupt. Um, and the only guy who could really um mess with that can really hang with them was Kevin Mitchell. Kevin Mitchell is the shit. I, I'm same thing like you were saying, like when you recheck some of these numbers of guys that that you didn't see play, I didn't realize how good Kevin Mitchell was. You know, the things that I know about, I knew he was good. And, you know, obviously the bare hand catch, um, but you look at some of the numbers and was like, Oh dude, this guy should get a little bit more love than he gets. Um, and also it was nice to, um, to revisit players too. Cause when you're thinking off the top of your head and you're on the spot, you know, you don't really remember everyone. I, if I didn't like, you know, do a little bit of research, I would forgot about Jeffrey Leonard. Like I wouldn't even thought about him. Um, he didn't get any, any votes, which I, I, I get it. I mean, neither did Kevin Mitchell. And I was going to say, no one really should have gotten votes. No one should have gotten besides. votes, except someone else did get votes. I also put in uh, Dave Roberts. Uh, he got 10% of the votes. I have a feeling. I mean, I'm not a scientist. So let's keep that in mind that I'm not a scientist. But I believe that it was more of a Dodger fan vote that might have voted some Do- um, some Dave <clears throat> Roberts. But I, I mean, know. it's the only votes he's going to get because as a postseason manager, he's not going to get any of those votes. So we got to give him some love. <laughs> just saying right. that's true <laughs> all right so then we then we're going to transition over to center field uh this yeah. was kind of a tough one because you know you have people like cody bellinger and it's like do you put him in right field do you put him in center do you put him at first base do you put him at all three so just as just so you know cody bellinger is in this as a center fielder and i chose to not put him at any other position just because i thought that would be kind of weird if we had Cody Bellinger in center, right, and first base. Can't do that. So I chose him as a center fielder. So for center fielder, ultimate playoff team, the poll, we had Willie Davis at 11%, Cody Bellinger at 37%, Matt Kemp at 37%, and Brett Butler at 15%. <clears throat> I'm taking Cody Bellinger all day. I mean, there's there's no question. Yeah, or Matt Kemp, yeah. And that's, and that's the thing we were talking about, too, like – this is probably one of the bet like right now is probably one of the best Dodger teams ever. So you're probably going to have some newer guys, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, the offense, you know, Matt Kemp and his good, you know, he had the MVP year that was stolen from him by Ryan Braun. Yeah. You know, that was a great year, but Cody Bellinger's put up two years kind of like that. And he's 24 years old. Plus the defense, for Cody Bellinger, it's just there's way yeah, more upside defensively than Matt. I Kemp. think I think Matt uh, Matt Kemp hit a little better as far as like average, but as far as power, I mean, I think Cody is in like the 40s, 50s all the time, where Kemp was having 20s and 30s. If I'm not mistaken, I think the just year a lot for that time, the year that he was stolen the MVP, I remember distinctively, he had 40 home runs. Oh shit, he had, he had 39 stolen bases. Because he was one oh, away from 40-40. that's right. Yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I forgot that. So, but yeah. But for me, the, the big thing is the defensive upside with Bellinger is way higher than Matt Kemp. So, I'm going to Cody Bellinger all day. So, that's who we're sticking with. Yeah. I, I, I would I would concur with that, too. Um, Going over to, again, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but a way better uh, center fielder. We're, we're going... Um, this is definitely a waste of time for this vote. 
Um, we're going to go from the bottom up. Okay. Um, we did Filippo Lou, who got 3%. Um, you got Bobby Bonds, who got 4%. Chili Davis, who got 3%. And overwhelmingly, Willie Mays at 90%. One of the best p- baseball players of all time. I mean, it sucks because Felipe Alou had a lot better numbers than I than I thought he did. Um, you know, and Chili Davis um, is kind of like a fan favorite. I mean, there's people on, on here... Um, you know, saying, oh, it was a waste of time, you know, but anytime I can click, you know, Willie Mays, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> this guy's name is hilarious, too. Buck for Buck for it in place. Buck for it. I don't know. Maybe I read it really fast and didn't why, why I said how is that name funny if you can't. I thought it said, it. but I thought it said butt lick because eh, I just looked <laughs> at it quick. So it's actually not that funny, but uh. thank you for listening. But for it. But, uh, you know. There's people, you know, who have Chili Davis as their favorite player, so they, they voted for him. It's like, yeah, you know, Willie Mays is gonna win. So, but I get it. I get it. Was it Tansy McBride? I get. I get what you're saying. You know, because sometimes you have a player that just tugs on your heart, and you know they're not gonna, you know, it's not gonna upset Willie Mays. You know. Yeah. You come it. in. Yeah. I, I got I, one I don't of think... those picks coming up for the Dodger infield. Yeah. So I hear you. Yeah. Exactly. Like I feel like you know, Willie Mays is not staying up at night because you know you voted for chili davis so who knows it might break his heart and he might be really upset at you so yeah we'll see so then transitioning over to right field i think this was the most interesting one from the dodger perspective you got some hate on this one too really yeah huh I mean, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have to look through those. So <laughs> we so for right field, we had Raul Montesi, Yasiel Puig, Andre Ethier and Sean Green. And when I gave up these four players, I knew this was going to be the most the closest one because I knew a lot of these guys would get a lot of different votes. There's no real huge standout. Right. Like. Exactly. They're all really so Raul, Raul Montesi got 21 percent. Yasiel Puig got 36 percent. Andre Ethier got 24 percent. And Sean Green got 19%. And to be perfectly honest, I agree with how everyone voted. If we were going to rank them on who I would want to start the team, that's exactly how I would do it. I'm taking Puig. I'd be starting with Puig. I have no qualms about that whatsoever. And then next would be Ethier for sure. And Raul Mondesi following him. And then Sean Green last for sure because I was never a big fan of Sean Green. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what it was about him, but I was just never. I don't like know, that guy. Well, the, the, you know, there's a thing too, like Puig, the defense is there. The offenses <clears throat> can be there. And yeah, I love his personality. I just love him as a ball player where as someone like Sean Green, he's just boring. You know, he, <laughs> he's a great fundamental baseball player. But he's just not fun to watch. And then, you know, you have someone like Andre Ethier, who is super consistent, and he is a great baseball player as well. But he was just... a clutch guy for a minute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mr. Mr. Walkoff. Yeah. <clears throat> or Mr. Clutch, whatever and, it was. Yeah, they called him Captain Clutch. I, I know because my, my, my wife was fucking obsessed with him. Fucking loves Andre Ethier. So, so I'm going to go ahead and read one of the uh, comments we got here. 
because I'm going to discredit this right from the get-go. So, quote, this is from uh, Christopher Arazia. Anywho. Pronounced Mexican last names. You hate me too? Fuck you, dude. He said, are you serious right now? Andrew Ethier. I don't know who the fuck Andrew Ethier is, but I'm assuming he's probably a typo, okay? Well, you know. It's probably probably autocorrect, okay? The rule rule is if you're going to talk shit, you better spell everything (laughs) right. So Andrew Ethier is a terrible right fielder. The worst. And I ain't even telling you how I really feel about it. Dude could not hold runners honest. Hitters and base runner always taking extra bags on him. This is a two-way race between Mondesi and Puig. I disagree. I mean, <clears throat> Mondesi had a much better arm. But it, we're not just looking at you playing the outfield position. We're taking into consideration you hitting. Yeah, and offense I think, is huge. It, it, it goes into effect more than... Yeah, and than if you're looking defense. at this, <clears throat> I think in terms of consistency, Andre Ethier is the best hitter out of all four of them. Mm-hmm. Then Mondesi... Consistently, yeah, average hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't agree with this nerd at all, so... <laughs> Thank you very much, Chris, for, for listening. Though. Yeah, I thanks mean, for listening. Fuck, fuck, but fuck if this guy, Tyler. Okay. If you're going to spew uh, stupid shit like that, I'm going to call you a nerd. Yeah. And that's just how right. it is right here. We're just gonna have to have him come on and talk shit to you, and then fight you hey, through the camera. That'd be fine. Fine by me. But anyway, <laughs> Yasiel Puig, final answer. That's it. Yeah, that's. I, I don't think. I don't think that's. I know, like a lot of people are like. And one guy on here was saying that you should put in Reggie Smith. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, you know, but I mean. I know it's a new thing and you're supposed to like it. The cool thing is to be like, well, just do older players. So you don't look like a noob, but like, dude, this is one of the better Dodger teams of all time. Like, come on. Like, I don't yeah, know. And it, I was always scared when Puig was up. Yeah. I, I didn't like his bad flips and I'm not a fan of Yasiel Puig, but you don't dislike the, the, the shitty players. There's a reason I didn't like him because yeah. you know, he was good and, but he was also had a lot of extra shit, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think, I don't know. He's good. I get where you're coming from. It makes sense. But uh, we're going to switch over to uh, to the Giants side. To and the right... better right fielder. Actually, I, I'm I'm not trying to be a jerk at all. I'm really not. But I, I would pick. I would every single. Um, I mean, honestly, Cody Bellinger. Oh, well, not over Bonds. I'd pick Cody Bellinger over who who's going to be in right field. But I mean, just the Giants have have had three really good right. I mean, outfielders period, plus Felipe Alou, you know, so they're all-time greats, okay? Whatever. Anyways, ultimate playoff team continues with a couple of second... I put a couple of second chances because these guys play center and right, and Giants didn't have really a lot of great outfielders to choose from, so I'm going to reuse my guy Felipe Alou, who got 25%. Got to mention for Jack Clark, Jack Clark was the shit, dude. He only got 3%. That kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Um... We go to a little bit of a tiff that I have with, with this with this poll. Um, in second place was Hunter Pence with 34%. Um, speaking from a guy who fucking loves Hunter Pence, okay? He was my favorite player that wasn't a Giant. They got traded to the Giants. Huge part of, the, of um, two of the World Series. Fucking would give this guy my left lung, okay? I love this guy. But no way is he a better player... If you look at the numbers, for sure, 
than Jack Clark and Felipe Alou. Like, it just it doesn't make sense unless you're going straight off the speech. That's the only way that, that <laughs> you're that. And by the way, I have nothing like I said, nothing but good things to say about Hunter Pence. Like, s- nicest dude, right? I went to spring yeah. training and and like, you know, um, last year when he was with the Rangers, I went to a Giants Rangers game, and I was waiting to get some signatures. And um, Hunter Pence went to the other side, and my wife was like, "Oh, give me give me one of your hats. I'll, I'll go over there." And I said. He's been signing for a minute, okay? Like, he's going to walk away right as you soon go over there. Don't even waste your time, honey. Don't even worry about it. Dude was over there for like two hours, dude, just signing autographs because there were so many Giant fans trying to get his autograph. So I love the dude. So no way is it like that. But Bobby Bond and Bob, the guy who won should have won. Bobby Bonds is the shit, and he should be there. Bobby Bonds is 38%, um, which is really cool, The 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 whole outfield of – Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonds, and then Willie Mays, Bobby. I mean, Barry Bonds' godfather. That's Keeping it all one, in the family. That, that's like, dude, one of the best all-time outfields of all, like, of any team. I'd put that outfield up against with any team. No. Fuck, fuck with me. Who? You can get the Yankees. You can get the Red Sox. <clears throat> fuck them all, baby. Barry Bonds, bitch. <laughs> Willie Mays, bitch. I don't know. That's just. That's just me. I hear you. We are going to be posting the infield portion of the ultimate team. So we're doing first, second, short, third, and catcher. So make sure you guys vote on those polls. You know, we're going to be wrapping up the ultimate team. So make sure you get those votes in. Yeah, make sure to um, follow us on Twitter to, to, to participate in the polls. Bench is cleared, P. Um, also, while you're at it, while you're in the following mood, um, why don't you go over to Instagram, follow us on Bench is Cleared Podcast. Look us up on YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah, and if you guys didn't see last week, we uploaded the first episode to YouTube. So now we are officially on that platform as well. So head on over to YouTube. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. You know, all whatever all those YouTubers say. Do all that stuff. And Hit the notifications. What what what? So you can see every time we upload a video or yeah, whatever. That'd be great. I don't know. Make sure to yeah. submit us your trash talk to be featured. Maybe we'll even. On the Skype thing, we'll do we'll do like a little three-way call for for some people too. Yeah, if any of you nerds wanna you know yeah. say some dumb Christopher's shit, gonna, yeah, Christopher's yeah. gonna come on here and beat the shit out of you. I guess you're here. I ain't afraid of nothing, dog. That's a lie. Um, this episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Um, you're stuck at your house all day. Make sure it smells nice. Buy a couple candles, one for each room. Uh, you ain't got nothing better to do. So final spring. Final spring drop happening 424. Be on the lookout for that, and we'll see you next time.